Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, weavers and listeners all, welcome to another episode of Occupied with Stardust and Dragons, where we discuss the lore, character developments, the story thus far, and occasionally have the cast on to talk about themselves and their character. Today, we have the Princess of Perturbation, herself <laughs> the authority on alarm and anxiety, the one, the only, coming in in a constant state of panic. Please welcome Raina McGuire. Hi. Oh my God. I love all of those titles for her. Applause. <laughs> we have an applause button somewhere. We do have to have an applause button. Just yeah. yeah. Insert applause here. Insert applause there you go. Here. Um, so this uh, episode six was kind of interesting because you guys went into this very illustrious like manner and had to be social and constant is none of those things. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, banana the whole, milk. Yeah, banana milk. <laughs> and not even wanting to go awesome. and then suddenly is like, well, you know, Lyrax dressed you and, <laughs> and you're just there for long for the ride. Um, like if nobody notices her, she is great. She's right. the best time. <laughs> um, and I do, I kind of want to get into uh, what your thought process was uh, for or, or Constance's thought process going into this party because I know obviously you said like she didn't want to be noticed, but mm -hmm. was there some like inner monologue you had going on? Oh, inner monologue. No, just head empty. <laughs> <laughs> Wallflower. Just like, don't just look at me. Like, nope. <laughs> Lyrax seems to have this love of that for him, and I'm just gonna be over here with the milk. Like, um, while she's like monologuing, while I'm. Oh my gosh, while the the owner of the manor is like monologuing about things, Constance just actively zoning out <laughs> the entire. <laughs> Well, I, I always thought like when I was listening to the episode, because it had a lot to do with with Stardust or as Estrella calls mm -hmm. it, Sparkle, yes. which I personally love. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and props to CJ because oh, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. But uh, what I I can I kind of look at Constant because she started out the series uh, in the first episode with working in Aurora with Stardust. So I thought she would have been completely fascinated by the different uses that Estrella had for Stardust with the sculptures and the painting that looked alive and and stuff like that. So I kind of like you, you even said uh, when after the painting was sh was shown that Constant actually walked up to it and looked at it and was kind of fascinated by it. Oh, yeah. Like um, when she was zoning out, she was zoning out thinking about the Stardust, but she was kind of like too afraid of um, bringing attention to herself and Estrella herself to like ask her anything about it. <laughs> so she's like, this is really cool, but I am also really not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the, the whirlwind of it all when uh, Miss Mapo, God love her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Mapo. laughs> uh. When she told you to go find Lucky and then you got stuck with the two short men and Lyrax and and were whisked away. You were like, what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you played it really well. Um, okay. I I've said it before and I've said it and I'll say it every time I talk to you guys. I, I have fully enjoyed watching the progression of your characters as you fall into sync with each other and just become more comfortable with it. It's it's a joy to, to listen to and, you know, to see the 
the interactions between you all. I, I just, I truly love it. Thank you so much. Like we were just saying after the, I mean, we're on arc two now recording, but we, we just now felt like we really got it together. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm scared to listen to the early recordings. Like I really would have done that scene again if it was up to me, but like, go ahead, pup. Oh, y'all were still getting into your characters, so I completely understand yeah. why it would yeah. sound like <laughs> you're and still I mean, learning what they like. We're Sorry. we're enjoying it completely because <laughs> I mean we've, other than uh, our guest appearance that won't happen for a long time, uh, we haven't heard anything except episodes one through six. So we're mm. we're still getting it fresh. And I mean, what you guys have done and and the production and and the whole crew and and the cast is it's been. A, a cool ride just to listen to it and then to be on this side and be you know the after after show stuff is is fun to get behind the scenes stuff yeah. so happy to have you guys along for the ride too it's so fun oh, we're it's... happy to be here we <laughs> are yeah, for sure. funny to hear you guys <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> there was well, a lot of genuine surprise there. I I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, they're so happy. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a good segue just to to help us bo- both podcast out. Uh, if you want behind the scenes content, we have a Patreon page. Uh, this dungeon is occupied for our main podcast Patreon, and then Stardust and Dragons has it at slash Speakeasy Productions. Uh, and it's five bucks to get in. I'm I'm a member, and uh, you get a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot of the extra uh, content of like the full uh, recording of what they do. Uh, get to listen to how these true actors get ready for their 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 craziness. <laughs> I can't even do the tongue twister that Dan was doing uh, during that whole thing. So. <laughs> I don't even try. Rub, that rubber, time. rubber baby, bubber, but yeah, it's Ru- yeah. yeah, that was Brandon. <laughs> rubber baby buggy rubber buppers. Baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, can't do it. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. So, for constant, yeah, it's a it's a tongue twister. <laughs> for constant, uh, a little throwback to episode five with the. This is actually a part that for a while there was actually missing from from the. The actual download uh, was Constance, the right for Constance fight with, not fight. I guess it was competition. It was a game. Yeah. Uh, what What were you thinking when that happened? What What was Constance? Constant her mindset of actually being pushed to the forefront like that when she obviously so much doesn't want to be. Ah oh, well. I was mostly concerned, I was mostly thinking about the spells that I had, because as Constant, who was someone who's very non-combative, like she, she has, again, spells that like an NPC would have, she's got like mending, she can do a little light trick. (laughs) (laughs) So like, this was fun in that there weren't like horrible stakes to whether or not she was able to pull something out magically. So that was a little more fun, a little more lighthearted. Um, yeah, I think for once she wasn't terribly worried <laughs> that everything would go wrong. And at, at this time, what uh, for episode six, what level was constant? It's like, what level am I now? She's only like level three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, she's only level three right now at this moment in time. 
at this moment, she's a shiny new level four. But oh, <laughs> shiny! <laughs> yeah, at you're the time, level, she's you're a level three wizard. She's just like a toddler in a room full of guns. <laughs> <Like> yeah, I <laughs> feel like this is wrong. <laughs> and now you're just a part of the crew. You got your yeah. own easy, lazy boy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new ball game. It's been like what a week. So. Yeah. <laughs> when they were talking about the assassin and the knives that would definitely kill Constant, they were not wrong. <laughs> they were not wrong. At any given point, Constant could die. So she <laughs> she has a reason to panic. <laughs> I just love how genuine the panic is too. It's it just comes across perfect. Even it's even in the introductions because they the all of you as a group do great introductions every episode. You introduce your characters, who you are, what you're doing, and the one time when con when constant, I have constant and I'm scared. Yes, <laughs> exactly. She's done the equivalent of trying to take like a cross city bus, and the person next to her decides to pull out a gun. She's like, oh okay, this is fine now. <laughs> We're holding up the bus, all right. <laughs> So okay, no. um, on, on the, out of curiosity, I know much like, uh, I know that Constant is a is a wallflower character. So <laughs> we haven't seen a lot of, a lot of her backstory and like her um, background pop up. Just like mm -hmm. pieces of it, giving us like little tidbits of it and everything. Is there going to be a Constant centric episode later on in the future? Oh, I definitely think there will be. There's already some some things are brewing to where Constant is going to have to do some main character moves. <laughs> and that's nice. Very much <laughs> not her, but she's going to have to come into her zestiness. <laughs> come to her spiciness. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like when you find a feral kitten and it's like, I'm scary. And you're like, no, you're not, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're adorable. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> I, I do. Love, I love the voice. Yeah, the yeah. voice and, and the fact that she's just one of many like, very short characters throughout this whole campaign. <laughs> we did just, not plan uh, on our party being so short. It just <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the short ones in Lyrax. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Max, really? You're the only one that made a tall character. Four foot, four <laughs> foot six, four foot four, six foot. <laughs> yeah, Alex is having a great time. His back is just going to be in shambles by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> so the the relationship between Constant and Lyrax kind of uh, bloomed episode five into episode six. Um, it really came across as the definite big brother, little sister, yeah. very protective of you. It's like uh, how every introvert, introvert is adopted by an extrovert at some point. <laughs> that's what's happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And it does help to, I guess it helps to make constant feel more comfortable. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's funny cause it's definitely a symbiotic relationship. Because I, I do can tell that you help him. And I, I think almost Lyrax is outgoing his, his extrovert. It I guess it kind of helps him to have somebody to, to protect. Being a nobleman and, and a paladin, 
it, it seems like, uh, yeah, it seems like Max really feeds off of that a little bit, and it, it kind of makes it, it makes it go a little smoother, in my opinion. I mean, what what uh, do you think really brought about the the relationship with Lyrax and Constant? Honestly, I think it's kind of um, based a bit off our relationship in real life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're, all, we're very supportive of each other and such. So I think like this was just a natural progression where he's like, your character's doing this. Okay, I will protect this character. <laughs> <laughs> I love also, that. That's... Um, oh, yeah, I was also going to say it's an interesting point in Lyrax's story too to have a new, another little sister figure. Yeah, especially after losing his sister. Yeah, so it might be like a bit of a uh like she's still here like i don't have to like think about yeah. the reality so much right now or maybe just like a i'm not entirely sure i'll have to ask how how Lyrax feels about that once, um, you know, once it's known <laughs> what's hilarious is that every uh, i put that together the little sister the <laughs> brother one you put that together other people put that together and then we asked lyrax it's <laughs> just like, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, of <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that was like episode four or three yeah. when we figured that out. Yeah, we're like, oh, like... oh, Max, <laughs> love Max. Oh She's Max great. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, we actually had her on two episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's I love um, her her title for Lyrax. I'm the pretty kitty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely doing some fan art of that. Have you done art for uh, Stardust and Dragons yet? Uh yeah. I'm working on a party portrait now. Oh, um, sweet. When I was making Constant, the first thing I did was a little sketch of her. Let's see if it's. If I can pull it up. Yay! My iPad's not dead. That's new. <laughs> relatable every time like i need you it's dead yeah dead or at two percent you're like oh great i turn it on and it turns off (laughs) yeah yes that's me with my headphones my apple watch um my phone Uh, a little bit almost there Eh. okay turn off the blur maybe (laughs) where are there No. No, un- so many buttons. Oh. <laughs> that unblurred. <laughs> there so there's my okay. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. love it. Yeah. Her book. <laughs> Aww. That is awesome. It. Sponsored yeah. by Space Hanes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite running gag when we run into something. It's like, this is just a space that thing now. <laughs> <laughs> we were introducing this maypo like she runs a space bodega i don't know if they have a different word for bodega in space but that's what it is that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is from now on space bodega <laughs> we we have this running gag that miss maypo is actually going to be the bbeg at the end of this yeah she's the main villain she's yeah because oh, no. miss maypo knows things was the tagline and it just that sounds <laughs> like very a- villainous yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, Miss Maple, you were like one of my people. One Miss Maple. 
Well, I mean, she could still be your people. It's just that, you know, she has these nefarious things in the background, you know? I mean, when you run a bodega, she, I mean, you have to do oh, some no. things, you know? <laughs> she And she she's runs the whole universe. Kind of evil. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. why she's always she's always she's, drunk at the desk if she's still making money. How is this bodega yeah, operating? Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's not evil. She just does evil things. Yeah, There's yeah, a difference. Evil. She just does evil things. Not, she doesn't like she is she won't like watch people die but like she will give the orders for people to be dead <laughs> yeah we're gonna do a wait. whole fan story on this that's it be a stinger before like the final battle or you hear like a door like Shh. hello zalin <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's our three i would die <laughs> That'd be great. I would love that so much. Like that Darth Vader scene. So, hey, Brandon, like, uh, if you're listening to this, um, you need to change up the story a little bit. Sorry. It's my phone now. It's a complete Darth Vader moment. Plain and simple. Yeah. Instead of I am your father, I am Miss Mapo. <laughs> So still you're looking a little Brandon. tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of out of these first uh, six episodes, um, what's your either your favorite episode or what's your favorite moment in time? From mm -hmm. like getting the band together up to meeting Estrella um, and kind of you know and getting that that black card for shopping and stuff. Oh, my favorite moment. For some reason, the only thing coming up is a scene I'm, I think we might have cut. <laughs> we like, hey, bonus content. We can cut that. Bonus off. content. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, we're all fighting this like giant robot. This like it's like a guard robot. Or we're all like trying to fight it, and we're all just doing the most our character things that can be thought of like constant is tripping and like getting fall damage from a rock and like trying to climb it and like, meanwhile everyone else is doing like useful things and she's just like i'm also here <laughs> like, one of us has been kidnapped by the by the robot the others are like actually actively fighting it doing damage to it and i'm just like constant's just hanging on for dear life <laughs> That sounds like constant. Oh, <laughs> that's three wizard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, and on it. What? It, it's really funny because a lot of people, when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons or tabletop RPGs, it's really hard to play to your character, especially in battle. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like me as a as a as a person, know what I can do to beat this thing, mm -hmm. but will my character know that? Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely a thing and and the fact that you did it like that i love it <laughs> it's so great because that's like, just i have a little chaos because like i've tried to build her that way like what spells would constant take i would have taken mm -hmm. this because it would be useful for an adventure but constant wants none of that <laughs> right <laughs> so like what can you yes. do with mending in this situation <laughs> mending is useful for things yeah, just not well situation. she's she, I could see her thinking that, well, she trips a lot, so she rips her clothes, so mending would yeah. be helpful. Exactly. <laughs> In everyday situations, but it forces you to find creative ways to use things. That's exactly. actually really cool. Like, that's, a, that's yeah. an interesting challenge to like, okay, you don't get combat spells. This, These are what you have, and uh, go forth and 
roll some dice. I don't know. <laughs> I believe in you. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oops. I was inspired Mike by Trump. um. Sorry, Christian, actually, who in another game we played had Gust of Wind, and he's like, this is my spell. Nice. I'm gonna use it in every situation. <laughs> was, that in, was that in Fate's End? Yes. Yeah. And um, my character had um, a weird homebrew thing where her she was like half of her weight or whatever, so we just referred to it as her bird bones. She was just very light. <laughs> and Christian was like, can I make her fly with the gust of wind and her bird bones? <laughs> and our poor DM was like, why is this what you devoted your time to? <laughs> hey, it's a one-liner, and if I not I mean, 20, it works. it works, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so Constance, Constance is a wizard, and we're talking about spells. Um, mm -hmm. What is your favorite spell to, to use? Ooh, like just in general or like as yeah. this character? In general. Let's see. In general. I say both. Give me both answers, yeah. damn it. Because yeah, sure I want to know about constant two. <laughs> give me the lore. Give me give me the lore. By the way, what what's going on right now? Tell me all the secrets. <laughs> oh, <shush. laughs> Spoiler oh, right alert. <laughs> right now, you'll see constant as you have never seen her before, and that is panicked and in denial. So this is very special <laughs> for me, actually. Like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Never <laughs> seen that. <laughs> you know, I really feel like Constant is like one of those like really scared animals. So yes. it's like they're there. If you leave them alone, it's fine. But at the moment you corner it, they yeah. will fight back. Yeah. And that's what I'm waiting for. And I'm she is a prey I'm animal. So excited. <laughs> Opportunistic predator. No, nah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. So my favorite spell is, is um, the one where you can like summon a little door with a little rope that comes down. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like I it. I don't get to use it much, but I like it because I like the idea of there being like a combat and I just like, nope, and I just climb a little rope and I go into my little rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that spell called? You have to know the password. Pocket dimension, something like that? No? That's like... Rope trick? Oh, rope trick. That's rope the trick. one. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I knew that. It came right to my head when she said it, and I was like, it's rope trick. Like, and I didn't about say anything. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, and then what about Constant? What's what's her, uh, other than mending, what's her favorite spell? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I bet it's mending. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just it's fix it. Like, that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, right now, in her, in her arsenal... I can I see her... constant like people arguing and she's like casting mending and she's like, I'm just trying to mend the relationship. <laughs> Why isn't it working? <laughs> Technically it's broken. I can fix it. <laughs> uh, her best friend right now is definitely disguised self. Okay. But I think, her... Oh yeah. yeah. I think a fun one for her would probably be like illusory script. Mm. She has a wow. lot of notes and those are her notes. <laughs> Now, like, I I remember from the very first episode when when she took all of her notes for her projects, mm -hmm. everything she took was hers, stuff that yes. she came up with. She made a point to say that Depending several on times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, is is all these notes going to come into play at some point? Definitely, they're about to actually. 
Maybe. Ooh. If she has her way, they won't. <laughs> but Constant rarely gets her way. So <laughs> awesome. Now the, the big the big thing about episode six, I'm gonna pull us back on track a little bit. Um episode six was based right. episode six was basically the Estrella party mm-hmm. and it was all to get a quest, basically. Yes. And you're going after to a key. Mm-hmm. So it's a key quest. <laughs> And you're you're going after a key, and to save Estrella's great love, Mm-mm. more or less. More or less. <laughs> this is what we're at right now. You know stuff we, we know. don't know yet. <laughs> as far as we know right now, that's what it is. Um, tell me your secrets. What do you know? What <laughs> Estrella's secrets? <laughs> she will tell no one. <laughs> when uh, when the the quest came up and you heard the dangers, what was constant thinking? <laughs> This actually comes up like first thing in the next episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> because as you know, the party, um, at least the rest of the party, have quite the habit of just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the two short men, they hear a job and they're like, we got, we'll take that. Constant <laughs> likes to have information, which is in short supply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So for her, just being like, oh, we're taking like a mystery job from a woman we don't know with dangers we cannot possibly begin to quantify. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Is this like a majority vote or? <laughs> that, that actually brings up another question I have. When when you did the whole thing with going back and forth with your stories, the two short men wanted to know who you were. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, you're part of the crew. Did Constant want to be part of the crew? <laughs> she does not know. Like, um, <laughs> at this point, it's advantageous. Yeah. She might not exactly know everything about these people or agree with everything they do, but so far, they've kept her safe and she's achieved the goal, which was to get off planet. They're friendly enough. And, you know, it's kind of a devil you know versus devil you don't know kind of situation. But as things come out um, about how they feel about her former employer. Yeah. <laughs> she even the argument. Under, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, whether or not I like these people, is it going to be feasible for me to stay with them? Mm. So um, she'll, she'll tell little bits and pieces, but she's trying to stay on the good side, at least of everyone, which entails them not knowing everything (laughs) it's like a very difficult game yeah and i love when you said oh they keep they keep constant safe and i was like do they though because episode two there was a flamethrower involved and some guards and like okay they'll put her in dangerous (laughs) situations but they won't let her die in them (laughs) okay fair enough It's like when you let the eight-year-old watch the baby and you go partying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a dangerous situation, but will he die? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but did you die? No. Right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you That's the way I was it, raised. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something that we do uh, with everybody so far uh, is we create an NPC. So if you're down for that, we could do a creation always i love it awesome (laughs) yeah Um, it's it's all it all stems from us we do this on a weekly basis on our patreon another plug yeah Um, (laughs) but uh 
it's it's just off the top of your head. It's a it's a fun thing we do, and it we've we like to put Brandon in a tough spot. Yeah, <laughs> because we tend to talk to him a lot more than we talk to everybody else because he's the DM, and we kind of make him go off of you guys, and it's been so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was funny always because fun to make the DM do stuff they didn't plan on doing. <laughs> yeah, well, it was oh, funny yeah. because he kind of did it to himself because <laughs> in episode two of, of Occupied With, he made an NPC with us and we made a dying heart. And <laughs> Thorne was like, man, it would be super cool if you actually like put them in. He was like, what do you mean if I'm going to put this <laughs> in? <laughs> and so... <laughs> Uh, so we made the character. So, I mean, if you go listen to episode two, you can hear a dying heart that might show up in your future. Uh, <laughs> but then Max came on and we made another NPC and we just so happened to have an interview on the main podcast with Brandon the next night. And so we we're like, okay, hey, Brandon, we, uh, we came up with an NPC. Can you come up with a military installation, uh, that's just, you know, somewhere here out in space? And he's like, okay, well... Uh, <laughs> we just kind of went into it. <laughs> so now, now we've we've come up with with a military installation. Dan came up with this goblin repo man. It has been an interesting <laughs> series. Yeah, goblin repo man. That sounds terrifying yep. and wonderful. It is, uh, <laughs> and, and it's it's in gonna be in goblin Stardust man. and Dragons at some point. So yeah. <laughs> so with that in mind, uh. What is your favorite or a kooky race slash species that you like to play? <laughs> I've grown fond of furballs since um, since <laughs> my okay. little cow people, my little cow fairy giant. <laughs> cow fairy giant, that's a first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so cute. I love them. They are. Okay, uh, Thorn. Why don't we come up with a name? A name. Yeah. You just not? drop a name on me like that. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Would you rather Every me time. ask Pup? No. You can ask no. Me. Okay. That's what I thought. No. I'll give you, I'll no. Give you a salacious name. Never. <laughs> um, so um, let me think. Let's think of a of a, a class or a job first. Okay. Then so I'll come up that. with a name. Okay. Um, hmm. Ooh, a cow fairy a job, person. you say. Cow fairy person. Okay, you know what? Uh, what about an employee at Miss Maple's bodega? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> stalker. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, that, that's a not a stalker, like a stalker, like an S. <laughs> it's stock shelves. It's yeah. not a stalker, but a stalker. <laughs> yeah, it's not stalker. English sucks. <laughs> or, or it could be a stalker. We'll just leave that with you. Let you decide. We'll leave that, we'll let there that. you go. <laughs> All right, an employee really stalker interested in this Bodega. one shelf that Miss Mapo was near, like all the time. <laughs> okay, and well, we're gonna we're gonna make for the big bad. Oh, 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 oh! It's it's a stalker and a bodyguard. Okay, it's a very unassuming person that works in this bodega, but it's actually a guard. I like it. And her name is, uh, let me think. I'm stuck on E names because of Estrella. I've been listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with um, Katrina Beauregard uh, Johansson. Okay. Katrina. I just threw that all. Wait, wait, wait. Beauregard. <laughs> hey, I can't help it. I can't help it if her father wanted a boy. Oh, okay. 
So what was it was Garland. between a Beauregard? What was the last? <laughs> Johansson. Johansson. Why? Because I just finished watching something about Norse gods. So, oh, okay. <laughs> stuck in the brain. Fair enough. Very fitting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so Brian and, and Reyna can tag team this part, but as the party meets uh, Katrina, what would be either something that the, the, the party sees them, uh, sees this, this NPC doing, or it maybe there's like a, a fetch quest or something from the bodyguard. What do you guys think? See, my instant thought is just like a murder. <laughs> okay. Is you this know, person murdering fair. or investigating? Murdering. Okay. Would be my All right. Okay, maybe someone's like sniffing around the bodega. Yeah. Like, hey, why don't you come out oh. back and help me with something? <laughs> <here?"> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That would be how they figured out that it's, you know, she's not just a stalker. She's. <laughs> And not, a, not that kind of stalker pup, but also, <laughs> uh, but also a bodyguard. Sometimes. Also security. <laughs> like blood all over the box, and she's like, "Yeah, he left." <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, have you seen? And like kicks kicks us hand aside. <laughs> and this is this is where you have to learn how to get rid of bodies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't you grab that mop for me, homeboy? Let's go. <laughs> okay. I wonder why is it so heavy. Uh, <laughs> You're just, new product, new product. Yeah, you're like, asking way too many questions. Weight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of what kind of uh, a class would this bodyguard have? Would it be like a um like I'm thinking of like a blood oath type thing, you know, with Miss Mabo. So would it, oh, be, a, would it be a warlock uh -huh. situation where Miss Mabo is the patron, or uh, literally a paladin? Pays, pays the money. To I was looking more. I was thinking more like paladin. Okay. Or um, hmm, yeah, I think paladin. Maybe maybe an oathbreaker paladin. Ooh. Okay. Miss. But who's whose oath would have? Yeah. Well, Hit, whatever broken? original god she was with, she broke to serve Miss Mapo. Okay, I like that. There's an underlining obsession that I like here that's going on. You realize <laughs> that we we've just turned Miss Mapo into a badass, like yeah, severely. we really did. This is what I was saying. <laughs> like, you gave us this question, and my first thought was just murder. Yeah, the religion of Maypo got it. Kind of. <laughs> religion, we're making Maypo. Religion of Maypo. I can Maypo. see this. <laughs> I can see this furball just just teaching somebody um, how to protect Miss Maypo, and it's like, well, here's the dead body. You just sprinkle a little stardust on here, and then it goes and it teleports away, and it's just like we don't know where they go. Where does but it go? They go somewhere. Who cares? We don't care. Who <laughs> cares? Many questions. Where does it away go? Not here. here. <laughs> That's I like interesting, to think they make though. little jokes alluding to the fact that they've murdered many people and nobody takes it. Right. <laughs> but everyone's like too afraid to ask the question. Like, hey, does does Miss Mapo don't ask? Just don't. Seriously, no, serious. Just stop right where you're at. I don't I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand yeah, you. No, no. <laughs> there's, this, there's this reporter that's just like investigating the slew of dead bodies that appear all over the universe. It's like there's definitely a connection here. I know there is. Stardust murders. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, all the other NPCs are like casting uncomprehend language. Like, no, no, I don't speak your language. I can't talk. Nope, sorry. <laughs> I don't speak common. You 
You just yeah. did. Nah. Uh, nah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. <laughs> You're still speaking it. No, I'm not. <laughs> and now I'm, no, now I'm thinking to these exact five questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> now with with the, the 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 verbiage of religion of Maypo, I'm thinking of like <laughs> uh, a Death Eater esque cult, <laughs> just like oh a secret God. tattoo, <laughs> and, and just this, you know, uh, Katrina just a nice has just little old lady. Yeah, Miss Maypo has this... no idea, but Katrina's just got this underground cult for her. <laughs> it's like Would you don't you... understand. Protect you know, her with I your could, life. I, I could totally see that too. It just what cracks me up. Thing? We do all this off of uh, an NPC <laughs> that Brandon wasn't even sure he was going to do a voice for in the beginning. Yeah, but he it did. Was literally that was his mistake. Just, it was literally <laughs> just to launch constant. And we've just taken it so far above and beyond. <laughs> he, he made the fatal mistake of making Miss Maple likable. Yeah. So, yes. As he frequently does. Yeah, and it, it works great because Miss Maple is a kobold, and kobolds are you know primarily like cultish, and you know yeah. it's a whole thing. I mean, hey, full circle. Uh. <laughs> kind of reminds me of um, if you've ever seen that manga, gonna be in, I think it's gonna be an anime on Netflix or something on Way of the House Husband, where this guy used to be like yakuza, and now he's a house oh, husband. Yeah. Yeah, and he just approaches everything with that same ferocity. That's how I feel like this. <laughs> so I feel like Miss oh, Bowie is. That is good. <laughs> Miss Maple made the Miss Maple made the mistake or like the good deed of helping a <laughs> helping a like recovering cult leader like <laughs> like out once. <laughs> it just it was just like it went downhill from there. We were like, well, now I have to watch her. <laughs> Damn it again! <laughs> she's a little overzealous, but she's got the right idea. She's got a good point. <laughs> Every In time Miss Maple's gonna go to the basement, Katrina's like, no, 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 it's, I got it. It's fine. No, no. You don't need to go in there. Are you gonna get more tomato sauce on your feet? You always get tomato sauce on your shoes. Every time you go down there, I don't even think you stock tomatoes. <laughs> And she doesn't know about the religion at all. None. No. It's it's all just worshiping her. And she doesn't know why are there Which people outside bowing. I don't. I don't think that it would happen in in this campaign. But, no. Uh, if it was, if it was like one of our games for sure, because we we run a rule like if you if you fervently believe in somebody to be a god, they become one eventually. So yeah. like, if Katrina just made this cult and they, you know. Uh, prayed enough miss mapo just becomes a demigod and eventually just goes up the ranks <laughs> just like hey who are these people is that is that soul is that <laughs> just paladin in the background <laughs> now i need to know because i know it only takes a certain amount of people to technically qualify as a church in the u.s now i need to know the space rules how many people does it how many oh, followers no. do you have to have before you're more work for brandon <laughs> <laughs> You're just and think about it. I'm gonna ask. This is serious question. Do it. How many it followers to make? And when you ask <laughs> Brandon this, when you ask him, tell him it came from this. Absolutely. And how many? I'm starting to enjoy giving him extra work. <laughs> yes. In a world where clerics and warlocks exist, how long? How much does it take for it to be a religion, and then also give people power? Like, Ooh, <laughs> like good question. Draw abilities off. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, small to medium churches are 100 to 350. We can clear that easy. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have maple warlocks running around. Yeah. <laughs> people people carrying around little little sigils, and they're like, what? 
is that? And it's just like a picture of Miss Mapo. But it's like a bad <laughs> picture of Miss Mapo. It's like a candy one. And it's like, it's my like religious she's drunk symbol. and she's had a few bottles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mugshot? The bodega is the is the main that church. That would be great. A mugshot of Miss Mapo. <laughs> and and we have an artist right here with Reyna no, that we could just. I've definitely drawn a mugshot after this. <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, oh good what have Lord. we done? I know we've ruined everything. <laughs> it's been infinitely better for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> And they're gonna be kind of say Miss Mapo is getting in trouble, and, and constantly be like, "Huh? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mapo just helps people." <laughs> no, yeah, they've leaked this series of <laughs> they leaked this series of deaths back to her bodega, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! We're gonna have like Criminal Minds space. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Some kind of some kind of thing. <laughs> I, you know. Because we have, there's like heist episodes that you know could happen. There's there's uh, just exploring uh, episodes, obviously, and then now we have this like uh, a detective, you know, kind of thing that could happen with Katrina <laughs> and Miss Mapo, and just like, all right, who's the Inquisitor? Like, just to get into it. <laughs> it's like, um, what was it that a series of comics about the insurance the people who do insurance for like superheroes and stuff oh, <laughs> like, here, you have uh, superman insurance on your building i'm sorry what was it called <laughs> it was called damage control yes and i feel like Dam everyone should have a side show like that or people have to deal with the consequences that would be cool. of the main storyline <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that'd be what an interesting thing to, to to throw to the the rest of the cast and crew of speakeasy productions it's just like could we can we just have a sideshow like i mean five minute episodes really but like just these little snippets of random shit that comes up you know uh that would be interesting um so i we probably need to go a little bit over uh the rest of episode six Oh, right. uh, for, you more. know, for this, right? There's a little bit more. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's so we do tend to go off on a tangent on these things, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Thor, if you could... this is just normal combo for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't even rolled dice yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thorin, if you could bring us to the to the last little bit uh, after Estrella's um, dinner and stuff, and 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 the little last little bit of the episode and then we'll do our final thoughts and and go into bonus content after the episode okay first of all i do want to say that they did an introduction of klaus mm -hmm. um who we know from some behind the scenes of seen stuff that he does become like a constant npc i guess not, or he's at least brought up a bunch of times. He's brought up a bunch of times. Let's put it that way. Yeah. One of those Christians uh, would not let stay in NPC. Like, no, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like Christian really drilled it home. It was like, so funny because hard. like his one liner that Constant was like, you have a, a weird way with words because Christian or rather Brendan was like, hey, you got to make friends because you don't know. But in 10 episodes, he could be our savior. And Costa was like, episodes? What the hell? <laughs> that was perfect. I love that. And he actually said it again later, too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's the episode thing I was talking about. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. You keep bringing that up. Is this like a thing in your head? <laughs> uh, that was with the uh, the uh, 
the music the musician and uh i guess he was trying to get an intro to to the musician was like klaus can can you hook it up or (laughs) it's the episode thing i gotta make friends (laughs) that yeah he's definitely about that okay so the episode like they gonna do anything it's gonna be build an army (laughs) oh we're good at that i am good i am Ah. very good at that i just Uh had flashbacks (laughs) <laughs> I did too, Robbie. I Just ask too. Brian. Well, and I mean Illidine, and yeah. I haven't built one in one of years yet. It'll come. Yeah, um, I've built yeah. two armies, so I do it too. Yeah. So the, coming back to the episode, uh, Estrella brought all you together basically to check you out to make sure you're good enough, I guess, <laughs> or the type that could help her with the quest. She gave you the key quest. Um, she warned you warned you guys about a i'm gonna look at my notes here real quick colin or kaylin kaylin i'm glad you did i did not yeah i i i do take i never take notes for a game but i take (laughs) notes for these episodes um she she said kaylin's the bad because she took jura who's the one you're trying to save um to like i guess a big the other having a big party with all the merchant lords So basically she's saying, you need to do this tomorrow and that's all the time you get. So, yeah. And it was very subtle, the the kind of wordplay, because CJ did such a good job with it. Um, (laughs) The wordplay between her basically telling you, almost threatening you that if you don't succeed, you're done. I mean, that's what I really took from it. I'm like, because she's like, if you don't succeed, you just, I can't have anything to do with you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so that means, yeah, if you fail, nobody's going to help you <laughs> at all. <laughs> you are on your own. <laughs> yeah. So I, I could definitely see Constant kind of perking up at that. Um, yeah, but she said, feels very prickly yeah. about Estrella. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Although I am curious to see what kind of conversation she has with you later. Because that was brought up. That was brought up that she wanted to talk to you about something. And I'm assuming it's about the use of Stardust. But uh, I'm curious. And that is one thing. uh, Lyrax talked a lot about Stardust with Estrella. Yes. And I know... And it, from from our episodes uh, talking to Max, that Lyrax is always trying to like subtly get um, friends <laughs> to <laughs> to help his uh, to help Lyrax's plan it out, and so was trying to get a feel for Estrella. And then you know, seeing these sculptures made of stardust, he's like, oh, maybe not a friend. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, or, or she did ask, or Lyrax asked uh, for help in that. Yeah, and Estrella kind of said, "I'll look into it," but this is a really small thing I'm asking. You're asking for the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll see where that goes, but you can definitely tell by the end of it, Lyrax hates Stardust. Oh yeah, Lyrax has very clear feelings about things. <laughs> oh yeah. So I- I'm curious to see where the relationship with constant and her study of stardust and use and and all around love for the stuff and lyrax's complete hate like there's no room for anything else it's just no 
I Wait. am also interested. Constant is terrified, but I am interested. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it was it was really kind of um, a point that that Brandon had to make when when Estrella, or at least CJ did, when Estrella gave Lyrax a, a pouch of Stardust before leaving, and mm-hmm. it she said. CJ said the whole time that she didn't notice all the little quirks and things that, that Lyrax did against Stardust, his little facial expressions and stuff like that. But in the end, she gave him the Stardust and walked away without looking back at him. So mm-hmm. I think she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, I feel like Estrella embodies everything that Constant is currently ter- like, uh, very afraid of. And that is not knowing. And uh, that's why you can't get too close to Australia because, like, um, you don't know what she knows or how she'll react to you asking what she knows or knowing what she knows. And once you do know, you have to do something about it. And that's... And Constant is not in a place to do much of anything, so... That is one of the... the the way that CJ played Estrella was Mm -hmm. great, was that you just weren't quite sure. You can't... You don't know if you can believe what she's telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, everything she said to you she could be a complete fabrication so it's very it, it makes for good drama good drama mm-hmm. there you're just not quite sure what to think yet yeah, she's one of those people who's always smiling but her eyes are not and that is exactly. very disconcerting <laughs> yeah. like you can't trust her she sounds <laughs> like you can't trust her for anything she says whatsoever mm-hmm. She'll help you out as long as it benefits her, but you don't know exactly what benefits her or what benefits her. (laughs) Yeah, I think there was a couple of insight checks, uh, especially from from Lyrax. And every Mm -hmm. time it was just like, yeah, I mean, you you think you believe her like (laughs) never got quite high enough on the insight check to be like, all right, this is definitely a lie. No, there was none of that. That was interesting. Yeah, it was. And, and that was basically the end of the episode. It, it mm-hmm. ended with you guys uh, getting ready to go prepare for this little side quest you got to do. So, <laughs> yeah, little yeah. side quest, little fun side quest in which no one almost dies repeatedly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, uh, which we, at, at the time of this recording, we've caught up to the editors uh, for episode seven. So we're waiting for them to finish editing episode seven uh, so we can get to it. But for now, uh, the, for the listeners, at least, remember that we both have uh, Patreons, you know, five bucks uh, entry to get in behind the scenes, stuff like that. Uh, and if you're listening to this off of Patreon, you're listening to it late uh the the the, patri- the patrons uh get the episode of occupied with a day after stardust dragons episode pops out so uh, if you're listening to this on patreon thank you for being a patron we couldn't do it without you uh and if you're not uh you're listening to this a week late and you could be listening to it early you could see some of the artwork that's on patreon there's already like some, i think there's like 20 posts now on patreon uh from different stuff so you know, hey, it's five bucks. It's a coffee. You you, you could you, so go ahead. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> it's not even a coffee anymore. I know. Huh. Don't I know? It's like... It was like twelve bucks. Jeez. <laughs> From where? <laughs> oh, it's a local place called Creme Brulee. 
They're amazing, but expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, final thoughts, guys, for episode six and for Constant. What do we have? Okay. Um, opinion episode six was a little slower, but mm-hmm. a lot of information was given. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on, and you kind of need to listen between the lines. Yeah. Uh, to, to see some of the undertones, especially between Lyrax and Estrella. Um, I really want to try banana milk now. Yes, so good. Yes. Find it any Asian rest, Asian um, markets, at least. Down really? There. Yes. Okay. Now I'm going to have to go Huge. find banana milk because Just I'm to really curious. I will bring some tomorrow. <laughs> you better. You better. Uh, well, maybe now. <laughs> uh, Constant, I... I I enjoy her so much. I love her to death. After that first episode, I fell in love with her. She's such a joy with all of her anxiety and one-liners. Yeah, maybe I just one day love she it. will also know joy. <laughs> We're hoping for her. Yeah. It it cracks no. me up that they they put put her so much in the first episode like this is what happens. This is what happens. This is all about her. You get off world and no more. Yeah. She's off world. She's happy. <laughs> I don't know so, that person. Knew me. What? <laughs> yep. So yeah, yeah. I, I've I've enjoyed every bit of listening to Constant. Um, thank you so much for making such a lovable character. Thank you for loving her. She's so great. <laughs> uh, pup. Um. So episode six had some really great. What I thought were um, pieces to the the overall world building so you got an idea of how the cluster worked and how everything was gonna how everything's function where uh astrea astrella lives in the or sits in the hierarchy of everything and so i liked it um i liked meeting her she was a very amazing character so that was fantastic constant has been an amazing piece of my listening experience the whole time i i talk about her consistently all the time where I'm like, I want a constant centric episode. I want to see her let loose. I want to see what happens. Um, and I'm not disappointed. <laughs> Brian. So kind of like touching on what Pup said, I, I'm definitely after in the, my same mindset. Everyone has kind of got like a lot of the spotlight on them. And I can't wait that you already kind of hinted at the constant centric episodes or episodes, whichever. Uh, it's i'm just gonna have so much fun with like listening to that and she's just been those one-liners have just been so so great space haynes is just stuck in my head now and i I can't wait for space things more space things it's a space panda express like disappears a lot and that's by design because she is trying to hide but um she's not going to be able to much longer so that'll be fun for everyone And before my last thoughts uh, and the closing of the episode, where can we find Raina McGuire uh, other than on on Stardust and Dragons and things? What, where the people want to oh, know? I'm a top tier lurker, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I do try to post. I'm going to try to post more on Instagram and possibly Twitter. We'll see. Okay, we'll see awesome. if Twitter doesn't. It's been crashing and burning for a while now, and it hasn't died yeah. yet. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> there um, there might be a revival. We we're not sure. Yeah, I mean, it was a whole thing. 
Exactly. One thing yeah. I know is that I will always call it Twitter existence. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I started calling it Twitter X because there were some people that didn't, you know, like want to call it Twitter. Yeah. I was like, well, it's Twitter X. Fine, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they changed it to like it's reposting a, or whatever. And I was like, I will retweet it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're you're um you're you're posting your X's, not your tweets. Oh, yeah. that's, that's so weird. <laughs> uh but we'll have links down at the bottom. Uh, and for the listeners, uh, we will have um, Dan Wood is is working on summaries of each episode. And so not only will you get the info from us here in, in tidbits and talk about lore and stuff and from the cast, but Dan is also doing summaries. And once they're uh, digitized, as he says, because he has a, a notebook right now, we'll have it down in the show notes for each episode. Uh, but my final thoughts, episode six, I like because I'm a lore buff and <laughs> it there it subtly does it doesn't seem like there's a lot because it was a, a slower burn episode and it was really just set into like one or two rooms like there wasn't a lot of different like quote unquote scenes but you know you as as far as uh the story goes there was a lot of room for interpretation and definitely ideas of like where things could go from episode six um and so i'm very excited for episode seven and constant um i one-liners have been like uh, <laughs> abounding in this like whole show like everyone seems to to like the the one-liner kick uh but constant i love when uh when you said it was you know i'm in a constant state of panic um <laughs> just it 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 works i love it um so thanks again yeah thanks again for uh coming on um, and stick around for some bonus content uh, after the episode. But for the listeners, remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied with Stardust and Dragons.